0: Hi, my name is Sister Carrie. I am coming to you today to implore you to take note of what is happening to our youth. We're seeing an escalation of crime committed by children that are getting younger and younger and younger. I believe over the course of the last year, the enemy has planted seeds of corruption in the hearts and minds of our children. There is now a lack of what I consider to be parental oversight. The government has usurped some parental rights. The government insisted that churches were not essential. Therefore, parents were no longer able to, those who were so inclined, to take their children to church. So that means Sunday school, children's churches were adversely impacted because simply people weren't there. Children were not there. And a lot of churches did not have the resources or the creativity to create online programming that was geared towards keeping the hearts and minds of children engaged. To me, it's, it's becoming clearer that parents are not reaching out for the word of God like they have in times past and not as desperately or often as they need to. Uh, we have corrosive music that is adversely influencing the culture music that promotes violence, sexual immorality and I think again ministries are weakened because of the closure of churches so there's less children's programming and children don't have the connection I mean even the smallest of connections have been frayed or outright lost. In the Bible we know that Jesus loves children and He wants children not to be forbidden to come to him. As a matter of fact, it reads in Matthew's gospel, chapter 19, verse 14. Uh, Let me back up. Verse 13, he said this, or it was said, Then there were brought unto him little children that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. So in a sense, COVID-19 has blocked people's ability to get to their house of worship, to the house of God. To me, in a sense, that is blocking people, particularly children who are the most vulnerable, the ones who Satan is after from coming to Jesus you know, from hearing about the great things that God has done, the great work that Jesus did on their behalf. So the enemy has taken this time to sow mischief in the hearts and minds of our children. Some things are happening where even the basics of the 10 commandments seem to have been, um, forgotten about. And of course, we know the 10 commandments over in Exodus, in Exodus chapter 20 of course the first one thou shalt have no other gods before me God first okay so if churches were closed during 2020 and a portion a good portion of 2021 then of course where's the God first opportunities in that because you know people streamed, of course online if streaming was available but you know there's a quality issue even with that there's preparation and so um, so there's, there's that, that degree of separation that I think was a hindrance, particularly if there wasn't time to do adult programming and children's programming. So again, there's that lack of access to Jesus, even through technology, you know, that was a hindrance. Um, as I said, um, the 10 Commandments mentions that, um, I was gonna go into idolatry and talk about music, but that's another whole video. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The others, thou shalt not kill, and thou shalt not steal. Of course, there are others, particularly these four. Of course, you know, with COVID closing down churches, then, you know, there's a lesson access to going into the house of God and be able to participate in that corporate worship you know with the preaching and the music all the reverence that is that the lord is due you know you know it was diminished you know unless you had something set up in your home um that corporate worship just didn't take place and again i think children were impacted so um honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land okay so there's there's no longer i'm not seeing the due reverence to thy father and thy mother when i say that i talk i'm talking about natural parents as well as um reverence for and towards those who have authority over children Um, i'm not seeing the respect as a matter of fact i'm seeing the opposite of that happening where you know when you hear about things like defund the police i know there's a problem with policing there are bad apples and bad actors in police departments that have given policing a black eye. And we have to rectify that because we do need the police in our communities. We do need to continue to teach our children to respect people who have the authority over them, particularly the police and their teachers. Also, um, thou shalt not steal. There are a few things that have happened over the course of the last, I wanna say three months that um in case you didn't notice um theft is up amongst children and it's really shocking because children as young as eight years old have been involved in carjackings as recently as a couple of weeks ago um in atlanta uh, councilman mercedes was stolen and he was dragged about a half a block um, trying to get a child out of the driver's seat and the child just kept Hitting the gas, and one child in the car. I'm not, it wasn't clear if it was the driver of the car, kind of indicated to the councilman that he had a gun. So, um, what the councilman ended up doing was um, just deciding to let go you know, don't try to hold on to the door, window, get in, stop him because the child was accelerating so quickly. Um, He thought maybe he was about to be killed. And there were three children, um, at least three children, involved in that. The children were between the ages of eight and 12 years old so there's that element of thou shalt not steal what happened to that you know why would an eight-year-old try to be gangster enough to try to jack a mercedes or any car you know what happened to youth the things of youth you know playing video games and playing with your friends you know um some hoops or something wholesome something that isn't is going to get you it's not going to get someone killed then of course i don't know if you recall in march two girls in dc 13 years old 15 years old hijacked an uber driver took his car he held on for dear life regrettably they rounded a corner crashed the car it flipped and the uber driver was thrown and he died I don't know what happened to the 13 year old. I'm sure she's going to be punished too, but the 15 year old pled guilty to felony murder. And uh, I believe it was armed carjacking with a taser and she was sentenced to guess how much? Three years, that's all she's gonna get. When she's 18, she's eligible to be released. And so something very wrong, something is very wrong with our children, our girls. The latest here in North Carolina, where I live, a youth about 16 years old, snuck out of the house about three o'clock, three 30 in the morning, took his grandmother's car, picked up a friend, crashed the car <clears throat> and then walked eight miles back home. I guess to tell his grandma, <laughs> grandma, I took your car and I crashed it. Okay. Theft, theft armed robbery, <clears throat> excuse me, theft, armed robbery, just totally untrained in like the basic foundations of our faith. I know there are people who say that this isn't a Christian nation anymore, but I I don't believe in forfeiting over our children to the enemy without a fight. So again, I believe that the biggest victim of COVID-19 have been the most vulnerable, the ones who Satan, the enemy is after, and that is our children. So during 2020, I actually designed a a program, a book, um, because I knew that there would be people, particularly single parents, who maybe didn't have um, that strong foundation, you know, to stay at home while churches were shut down. And um, I created a publication called This Is Not My Cup of Tea. It's a book meant to to talk about the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It's based on Matthew's Gospel, gospel chapter 26. And it talks about, you know, the, the things he had to overcome in the Garden of Gethsemane. And there are practical applications still that are relevant. And I thought, you know, this is something parents can hold on to. Remember the sacrifice of Jesus and what he did and understand that he... Himself had to deal with all kinds of fears concerning what he had to do in the garden. Just like we have fears, COVID 19 created fears, and adults, people were worried about where they're going to keep their job, how they're going to pay their bills, you know, keep a roof over their head, keep their children said, all those things that weighed heavily. Well, children were right there along with them. Children had fears. And so the publication was designed for. The parents and the children to write, you know, their personal affirmations. To talk to each other, figure out, you know, you know, it's it's good. It's okay for a child to see a a person, a family member, a parent um, exercising character traits that um, that they can build upon. You know, um, transparency is going to happen in a household. So this could have been an opportunity. To teach children how to press into God and just trust Him and believe that God was going to work things out and that we all were going to be okay to according to God's will and to just trust God Um, there are story activities um, just so it's the book is so rich I mean I talk about sin and what it is and how Jesus saved us from our sin there are questions about Um, you know, what it means to, to worry and what we're supposed to do with our worry, personal affirmations, um, the benefits package of what it means to be a born again Christian, story activities. And the number one thing, prayer, prayer is emphasized in this publication and what it means, what it means to actually be a prayer warrior. You know, I, my ministry, I believe what is occurring and I, I never set out to, I never set out to do youth ministry or any kind of ministry to be honest with you, because people are complicated and ministry is hard work. It is not easy. So, (laughs) but what has happened is I have creative gifts. I have creative skills and talents and gifts that God has given me. And I realized Nana, I was supposed to, am supposed to use those gifts and talents to help people, to help young people, to help Parents, help adults. I myself was a single parent and I created resources for my children and other people's children um, to build character in children. And that is what I'm about. Building character is something that the enemy does not want our children to build. He doesn't want us to get to know about the true and living God. He doesn't want them to be taught about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So they are children are targeted. Children are the number one target of the enemy. He is trying to corrupt them, plant seeds in their hearts, and destroy them. And that's what he he does. He wants to mar out the image of God, the work of Jesus Christ, and replace it with corruption, all kinds of corruption, you know, plant seeds of destruction. Again, we have the carjackings that are just, outrageous that are happening across the country and they're happening with little kids i mean it was an eight year old kid eight to twelve year old kids doing carjacking a car a mercedes and dragging the owner a half a block before stopping you know what happened to their youth who told them where and what in their mind told them that it was okay to steal what about the principles of the ten commandments thou shalt not steal those are basic things That we are to teach our children whether you're a single parent a just a caregiver as far as um being a guardian over a child a grandparent you know if you're in charge of a child something has happened that you know we're not it's not getting through to our children that stealing is never okay it's a bad thing so we're not talking about going into a a store and stealing a pack of candy or Um, or a pack of gum or something. No, children have graduated from stealing little things, which is not okay either, but to stealing people's cars. I mean, that poor Uber driver was just out trying to work to provide for his family and a 13 year old and a 15 year old with a taser took his car, didn't know how to drive for one thing and um, flipped the car and the man was killed, leaving behind a family. He was their sole provider. You know what about what are, what about thoughts of honoring people who are your elders there was no honor in that whatsoever they didn't care they didn't care or taking your grandmother's car at 3 o'clock in the morning three thirty in the morning and going for a joyride and then crashing into boulders and probably destroying her car I mean it's things are out of order and we have to do something we can't just sit back and allow the enemy to take our children. Our children need to talk, be taught about the word of God. I mean, we have to, once we get back on track, we have to double down, triple down on teaching them the word of God, because the enemy is not playing anymore. He's not playing with us. He is not playing with our children. There's something about children that is just so special. I mean, he is just trying to, to corrupt them at an earlier and earlier age and we have to do something about it. We have to push back. My solution, my effort is to continue to create resources for parents and to go wherever I can, you know, once things open back up and talk to parents about the urgency of the matter, the urgency of the time that their children, if they, if they value their children's lives, they will teach their children about spiritual warfare. It's not too early If we have eight year olds who are brave enough and bold enough to jump into somebody's car and steal it in broad daylight with other people around, then we have a problem. Then we can, we can teach them about spiritual warfare. They're ready. And the publication covers that. I want parents and children to be able to interact, you know, As you're teaching children, you yourself can learn. And I'm hoping I sell a million of these, two million, to begin with, because it's imperative. We don't want our children to be, you know, to get into trouble and begin a career at age eight or any age and end up in prison. I mean, America is still a great country. Yes, we have our problems. We have serious problems that we have to reckon with and we have to solve. But did you know that there is a place in kenya um, it's called kibera slum it's right outside of nairobi um, kenya the people families of like six and seven family members will live in some kind of shanty um, tin corrugated roof dirt floors maybe concrete no access to clean water they have to buy water they don't have jobs but somehow they have to eke out a living somehow the water they buy is contaminated so it has to be treated they have um, no indoor plumbing okay and the electricity they have is spotty at best and those places are just fire traps i mean it's the people are essentially living on top of a trash heap and so When I I look at those children who we should help um, to the best of our ability and the families there to the best of our ability with the word of God, um, with the resources that God has blessed us with. But when I think about them and think about the privilege by comparison that American children, black children have, I'm outraged. We have plumbing. We have water. It's nothing to think about just going to a water fountain and get a clean drink of water. Or going downstairs at your house or wherever and get a drink of water or buy a bottle of water there's nothing we don't even think about it so with all that god has blessed us with and our children are acting like this something is very wrong and it's the enemy i mean he doesn't care the enemy doesn't care if you live in here in the most posh neighborhood of america or in the worst slum of africa or the horrible slum in india he doesn't care he just wants children he wants to corrupt them he doesn't want them to know anything about the work of jesus christ and he doesn't want them to honor the way god made them i mean they're being assaulted left and right you know even to the point where children are being told that you know your genitals don't necessarily dictate what you are as far as um male or female you know that's contrary to the word of God that God gave us back in Genesis. You know, let us create man um, in our image. Let us create create them male and female. I'm I'm reading, trying to find that particular scripture. But the problem is this: um, we. The problem is this. Our children are in eternal danger the enemy is trying to take over this world and we need to do something about it won't you join me we're not in this alone you're not by yourself as a youth leader you're not by yourself as a parent you're not by yourself as a teacher you're not by yourself as a grandparent trying to direct a child in the way that he should go there's a that's a proverb you know, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he shall not depart from it. That's Proverbs chapter 22 and 6. Train up a child. Build that character. Let's work. We have to get back on I I did a book called If Your Character Stinks, Washed Out With Soap. An A to Z compilation of 26 characters who I say can be found in any setting. I need to bring that back and, and push it out there because and work with kids. I mean, I I pray, I pray that COVID-19 abates, that the Lord abates it and that we can get back on our post. You know, we have to trust him regardless. We have to trust him. That's, it's, you know, we're commanded to do that, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're commanded to do that. And as a daughter of Zion, as a woman of God, as a child of the most high God, I want to share the gospel with children. I want to share God's love for them. That there are better ways than giving oneself over, giving themselves over to what the enemy has. Because the enemy has come, he comes to what? To kill, to steal, and to destroy. He wants to destroy their soul. He wants to steal their future. He wants to kill their joy and turn them into just... Horrible people without a future. God has plans for us, you know, and that's to serve Him. You know, you get a good life by, I say, trusting God no matter what, you know, no matter what the circumstances are, and I'm getting preachy, no matter what your circumstances are, whether they, and, and don't compare yourself, but whether they're good or what you think is good or what you think is bad, we just have to trust God. That's the way it is. We have to trust Him. So I'm digressing. I'm asking you. To get a copy of the publication this is not my cup of tea it's going to bless you it's going to bless the reader it's going to just it's a foundational piece everybody needs to know more than what baby jesus did you know the christmas thing because unfortunately christmas has become so commercialized but they they need to understand the sacrifice you know understand what christ actually did when he came here and why he did it and why we can never in and of ourselves be moral enough you know to be good enough to what have a good hereafter in the afterlife if you believe in the afterlife i do i do i don't just believe i know it there's an afterlife i know that we have an enemy who hates us to our pure and does not want us to see the true and living God who does not want us to love him who does not want us to worship him what's at stake what the future holds? the world is not going to be kind to our children you think it's bad now remove Jesus remove the Holy Spirit from this world and see what happens and see how bad it gets you think taking defunding the police is bad you think defunding the police is bad what if the holy spirit wasn't here imagine what life would be like in the holy spirit did not have influence he still does don't get me wrong but imagine if the holy spirit removed himself and what kind of trouble that would be for the world oh my god i wouldn't want to be here i honestly wouldn't want to be here because it would just be pure lawlessness So I urge you to get a copy for yourself. Get two copies. I have digital copies um, and I have print copies. The print copies to me are ideal because um, they're keepsakes. Take a quarter to just teach kids about who God is. Take your time and just teach it. So God loves you and let's get to work helping our children don't forget to like this video, subscribe, and share, okay?